1: I wanted to try something a little different today uh, with an introduction before the show gets started. This episode is part one of a two-part conversation with one of my best friends, Dreadless Dave. Uh, that's his code name for the podcast. Um, Dave and I have known each other since around third grade or so, and, and we've been making music together for, for years, over a decade. Uh, we have a brand new song coming out called It's All Noise on Friday, October 21st of this year uh, of 2022. It's going to be released under my artist name, Stephen Schwartz, on all of the music, uh, major music platforms, but it's really part of our, our Scuba Steve project uh, we've collaborated on before, and honestly, it's not really like any song you've heard before, or, or that I have. It's it's definitely rock with uh, comedy and satire elements, but in a most unusual way. Um You can pre-order that now on iTunes and pre-save it on Spotify and Apple Music and and all that. And when it comes out, let me know what you think. Uh, Always feel free to to reach out on social media or comment on a post. Uh, Dave mixed and mastered that song, and we're very excited to share it with you all. And we plan on having more songs on the way soon. Uh, You can also check out our old Scuba Steve songs also on my artist page, Stephen Schwartz. Um, and they're on the, on the EP, The Lost Tapes of Scuba Steve. Those recordings and, and ideas are wild and, and fun and just plain silly, and, and they capture a time from our late high school and college days. Uh, these Dreadless Dave episodes were recorded at Dave's studio, uh, and that's in the Delco area of Pennsylvania for all you, all you Delco people uh, that I love and miss. And and he mixed and mastered this episode as well. There's no Patreon video this week though. We we didn't set up a camera. <laughs> um, I believe he will be mastering Crooked Conversations episodes moving forward. Actually, starting with last week's episode with Richard Rourke. They said hopefully will sound a little better, a little more professional, a little uh, louder in the mix too. I also think that he will be mastering some of the Crooked Vines' new upcoming material. So, thank you, Dave! And finally, as always, you can sign up for the Crooked Vines' Patreon and support me and the band, and by extension, this podcast. uh, We try to put up exclusive behind-the-scenes material and recordings and videos and photos and whatnot, uh, plus usually the unedited video versions of these podcast episodes. So, once again, that's the Crooked Vines' Patreon account, patreon.com. And uh, now the episode.
0: Crooked Conversations.
1: I'm Stephen Schwartz. This is Cricket Conversations. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. I am with Dreadless Dave. Hey, buddy. <laughs> He's one of my best friends uh, for my whole life since, uh, you know, we were real young I think since like third grade, we've known each other for many, many years. He grew up, uh, we grew up together in the uh, the northeast corridor, and uh, and we stayed in touch all these years. And I've seen his penis. Yes, he has. <laughs> We're off to an excellent start. How many times though? I don't.
0: Know, and dude. and how many stars would you give it? Well. I give it a better rating than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it does pull in more, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a shower and a grower. I can. Make uh, a test. I'm a grower. <laughs> it's impressive. <That laughs> piece of I'm meat. laughing
1: because I know that people I teach. I think that they listen to mm. this. <laughs> this is
0: an intimate episode, boys. Yeah,
1: we're in, and I have to be. I'm going to give full transparency here. We started today. And I said to Dave, here's what we're gonna do. He wanted me to try ketamine for the first time. And I said, wouldn't it be grand, it, the first time ever, if I went full blown on it and we sat down and we recorded my experiences? Like I'm talking through this experience. Cause I've never done it, my, you know, I, I'm not a big drug doer like I was once upon a time.
0: So how many stars you give it?
1: Uh, so well, I wanna give them some context. Okay, so, so, uh, so I did a little bit, we didn't do the full blown thing we we didn't do the full blown because i was a little nervous so i said okay i'll will t- take just a little bit i've i've done a lot of research about like uh, ketamine um, they do like uh, ketamine trials for or, mm-hmm. um, for depression ketamine treatments for de- people with depression yeah. um and so it's it's definitely like a somewhat safe clinical thing to do Absolutely. they give it for uh uh an anesthetics right Right,
0: right. right. So, you know, what there isn't is hillbillies making it in their bathtub. (laughs) That's what there isn't, right? It's very safe, you know, coming from a source that is, you know, trusted. Yeah. Well, you, you should know. You're a pharmaceutical rep. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know, where do you think it all comes from? <laughs> the laboratories? <laughs> yeah. Science, all right?
1: Um, so anyway, the point was is that I said, okay, wouldn't that be interesting? Like, we'll see. I might have a disassociated, disassociative experience. You know, I might have out of body, whatever. And then I got a little scared because <laughs> we went to a winery earlier with my mom. I had a few glasses of wine. I said, I didn't want to mix this shit. So I said, okay, I'll do a small amount, like a you know I think five to 10 milligrams or whatever, and then we'll do this. So anyone listening, you've probably jumped ship already. This is probably isn't fun, but I'm giving full disclosure. We're having old fashions and we've done bumps of ketamine.
0: <laughs> this is this is going to be your Michael Jackson story. This is how, this is how you go. <laughs> this is how I go.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not holding hands with a child. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: the night's not over. We don't know yet.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you guys do up here anymore. I moved away. What are these suburbs? <laughs> so um as we experience this I, I do want to talk through it so I am I am elated you know for the small amount I've done I'm definitely uh, I don't have tunnel vision that's for sure but yeah. I have that kind of like a closed parameter consciousness going on right now but, yeah right yeah,
0: elated I would describe it as being elated yeah um it, it, you don't you don't get the full dynamic of it when you're sitting down it's fun. you know if once you get there's a threat there's a couple thresholds that you hit. There's a couple milestones that you hit. With the first one you hit, if you're starting low and going high, you start to lose that that mobility function. That is your brainstem disconnecting from the rest of your muscles in your body. And it's not communicating effectively anymore. And your muscles uh. are like you start getting that walking through fields of string cheese effect. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like you're like wide stepping, <laughs> stepping real tall, and you're like this is definitely unusual. Yeah. And there's that next step where, as soon as you you get that that that, that next threshold uh-huh. is when you're looking through the tic tac box, and all of a sudden you feel like you're Super Mario, <laughs> and you're like scrunched up, and you're like that floor is really close. It's closer now than it was before. This is highly unusual, and everything's a little crooked. Everything's a little close, a little far, and you're like, this is a strange world we're living in. Well, perfect for crooked conversations. I mean, <laughs> very crooked, very crooked circumstance for a crooked Well, that's what you
1: said on the phone to me when I asked you recently. You are like, well, bro, I got some I got some hospital-grade ketamine. And I was like, oh. And then you described to me, you're like, yeah, it felt like I was living in a Tic Tac box in the Super mm-hmm. Mario world. And I was like, that sounds like a K-hole. And you're like, no. And then I did some research, and I was like, that's a K-hole. <laughs> and then you told me how to many milligrams you did. I was like, that's a K-hole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, well, you know, yes. <laughs>
1: We yeah, here for a good time, not a long time. That's true. Yeah. Well, my God, if you went back and, and looked at what we did in like high school together and everything, oh, but, so yeah. silly.
0: Yeah. Well, we went for a good time, Dude, not do, a long do time. You, do you remember when you're like, <laughs> hey, hey, I got this bud, and I'm like, is it weed? You're like, no, it's it's what would you call it? Like, was it kind bud? I don't even remember. It was K two. It was spice before spice came out. You bought it online, or maybe you got it from like Boots Corner. <gasps> Oh, but you yeah. got it like before the whole spice thing hit. Right. And then like, I remember smoking with you. You're like, it's like weed, but it's not weed. And I'm like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and I'm sm- like, it always made me feel weird. Like it was like this inside out kind of experience mm-hmm. of that. It was like a weed cousin, but mm-hmm. like the kind where like your uncle banged his sister, which is also your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now you're having this weird, this weird inside out experience. You're like, I just, it feels comfortable. So but incest, unusual. inception,
1: incestion.
0: Yes. <laughs> exactly. Incest, inception, ingestion. Incestion. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I
1: guess. I don't remember. Uh, maybe. I do remember we, uh, we, we, you bought salvia or something. You had oh, salvia. And then I also remember I was buying, uh, friends of ours were buying, uh, there's kava. And there were some other things that, there were things that you could get online. Kava. Yeah, and I remember finding websites that had things that you could buy. And I also kind of remember, yeah, places around this area that, um, and I'm not like a not like a, a person drug dealer, but like um, like a store or something that had like a head shop that had something. Mm. So yeah, I think I hit that before the before spice was a thing. Yeah. Before bath salts. Man,
0: this was like 2000 and like five or six tops. Yeah, tops. This
1: is back in the day, the early days yeah for silk road and all that stuff which i never yeah. i never even tried that i've never been on the dark web by the way i'm I, like i'm so scared to even yeah. type in dark web on google
0: because <laughs> i'm just like they're gonna come for me yo you remember when you used <laughs> to get scared like when you first had the internet and someone told you about tub girl and you thought you were gonna get in trouble because you looked it up and you're like my mom's gonna find out <laughs> like dad's wait, gonna know wait i've heard about what is tub girl You've never seen Tub Girl? No,
1: I haven't. You watched all the videos. I remember you told me about like Mister X and like Tub
0: Mister Mr. Hands. Mister
1: ha- Oh, is that the guy, the horse fucker?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you saw it? <laughs> no, I've never seen it. But Stop I think it.
1: I think about it often. I've never seen this video where a <laughs> man <laughs> is horses? no, not that he's getting fucked by a horse yeah. and he dies on camera. You know,
0: we all have the things we love.
1: <laughs> you die for the things you love. It's true. It's I called would passion. Die Steve. for. You, <laughs> all right? No, I think about this often. This man getting railed by a horse and it impales his yeah. guts. Yeah, and I've never seen it, but it it it, it lives rent free in my head.
0: <laughs> I don't want to spoil the ending for you. No, I know. <laughs> Wait, what's sub girl? Uh, dude, that is that is like I think that's one of the internet ogs. That's uh. But what the, is describe it? What so it? Well, you have uh, this lady of the evening laying in her back in a tub. Uh, legs in the air and I think dude it is just poo I mean it is it's a poo fountain I mean you've been to Longwood Gardens (laughs) (laughs) it's a a wonderful estate by the DuPont family they built this with Mm -hmm. the the idea in mind one day it'd be compared to Tub Girl on the internet but it is just this fountain of of poo that is landing in in an upward trajectory landing on her face (gasps) so she's on her back and shooting
1: poo out so so in front of her and then it arcs through the yes. air and comes back to hit her in the face yes and with such velocity yes. and trajectory that, i mean that is art steve <laughs> it is art and of course the duponts said to themselves one day one day the world would be so
0: filthy there will be a podcast describing our beautiful estate <laughs> And comparing it to an internet atrocity.
1: <laughs> People should look up Longwood Gardens. It's, you should. Sure? That's actually it's better. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's just like, it's like um, you know, the DuPonts are one of those wealthy families of America, mm-hmm. Fords, Rockefellers. DuPont's one of those early families. And they, mm-hmm. they, they own so much land in Delaware and Pennsylvania, I think, and, you know, A.I. DuPont and... Uh, Somebody I was talking about this with recently was like, the paint company? And I was like, yeah, they also also make paint with DuPont. Right, right, right. But there's like a bunch of other shit, like a hospital and Mm -hmm. um, pharmaceuticals and things like that. Mm -hmm. And if anyone's ever seen that Foxcatcher movie, uh, Steve Carell and uh, uh, Channing Tatum, Mm -hmm. you know, that's... Is yeah, really crazy stuff. Um, so the Dupont family made a uh, and, and Pierre, the Pierres Longwood Gardens, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like modeled after like a Greek gardens with like fountains, and yeah. uh, there's a conservatory and things of that nature. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful, very, it's yeah, beautiful. People yeah. come from all over, and we grew up like right down the street from it.
0: Yeah, dude, you know, every time <laughs> I walk in, that. What, what what do you call it? The greenhouse, um, mm-hmm. that big, yeah. you know, the big Green conservatory, a greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, right. And they have like that lawn that is like pristine. I mean, they have yeah. beautiful flowers everywhere. But yeah. I look at this grass and I go, I want to hump my girlfriend in that grass. <laughs> it is the most lush grass. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you just get naked, like Adam and Eve style, fuck humping. on the lawn. Yeah, I want to yeah. hump Adam and Eve style on that lawn. I it thought is about this too. Catered <laughs> to. It is loved for. And like, there is just, it is just growing and I want to be in it. You want to, you want
1: to grow. Mm-hmm. You want to grow right there on that lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude,
0: it'd be a miracle.
1: It's a miracle, miracle grow. Could grow. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can never get past three inches. That's we talked dog. about this earlier. So you get three stars. <laughs> <laughs> three stars. That's, you're the show or not me. That's, no. So yeah, let me, so let me preface that story. That's a good story. I want to tell a story about, oh, oh okay, should I ahead. not, should I not? I'm going to go ahead, Good. I don't care
1: anymore. I'm on ketamine, okay?
0: <laughs> right?
1: You've drugged me and got me drunk. You're having your way with me
0: tonight. Might as well tell the world anything you want about me. Steve had a party at his house. It was, uh, you were, I was going to uh, vacation the following day. Mm-hmm. I stayed way too late. We were drinking. We were imbibing mm-hmm. in the adult beverages. We were in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. We're getting yeah. handsy. Steven's getting handsy with a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm getting handsy. Mm-hmm. with steven mm-hmm. i'm kidding <laughs> as usual eh, no a i'm serious <laughs> <A> so, <little. laughs> so all right so my, my girlfriend runs off it's the end of the night it's like 2 a.m now I, I we have to leave to go to the beach the next day so i go to scoop up my girlfriend so we can jump in the car and we can leave i can't find her she's nowhere to be found and she uh, she's been known to wander off so i go upstairs into the living room i'm mm-hmm. like savannah right she's not asleep on a couch mm-hmm. so i go to check mm-hmm. the basement door to the basement is locked and so i'm like oh she probably locked herself down in the basement. So I'm like, I go down, go out back, I go downstairs, I go to the garage. Through the garage to the basement, yes. And I find the door to the basement in the garage. I open it up. <sighs> and I'm like, Savannah? And there's Steve. Dave, get the fuck out! I'm like, Wait, He's, I, there's a girl covering herself up, diving into a couch so I can't see her behind of a wall. Dick's swinging in the wind like a hypnotist with a golden watch trying to put me to sleep. Dave, get the fuck out! <laughs> oh, is Savannah in there? No, Dave, get the fuck out!
1: Yeah, and then and then you did no one can watch, see this, but you stood there for a second and then stood up on your tiptoes a little bit and looked over <laughs> <laughs> for a second longer. I said, get out! You said it, and then you chuckled and closed the door. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, dude. You came for a show. I did. I, I, I got the whole show, dude. <laughs> Faux free. Didn't have to pay. No ticket. Uh, man, that was a great party. That was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that was
1: a good time. So um, this technically is a music podcast. So w- people should know that we make music together. We do. Yeah, we've got the Scoop Steve project. Um, I think you're going to do some mastering for some of the projects I have coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, for the, for my band, The Crooked Vines, and uh, we have some new releases for Scuba Steve, but we did a bunch many years ago. They're under my name, uh, Steven Schwartz, the artist on Spotify and iTunes, and it's like the lost tapes of Scuba Steve, but we'll have more coming out soon.
0: That is my most proud bass <laughs> material. I still stand by. That is some of my most proud all, bass material. Yeah,
1: it's good. I mean, I, I love it. I, I think it, 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 it it's like Primus influenced, and
0: it's satirical, and stupid, and silly, and fun. and Yeah. Yeah. It's... So I'll give you a little background, a yeah. little history for, uh-huh. on the recordings. If anybody goes and listens to it, sure. So sure. At, at the time, what this is like, circa like 2006. Yeah, it 2007? We, we're starting. Yeah, we're starting right before we, I went off to college. I think we were, Yeah, 2007. So yeah. just so when you go to listen to this, just have in mind what this was created on. We had I, I had I stole from my brother a Tascam. It was a four input. 12-track recorder. So I could input four lines, mm-hmm. four DIs, record, and then I could bounce them to other tracks. And then also,
1: uh, it was like one of those like,
0: uh, no, uh, uh, 9-10, 9-10, 11-12. Stereo. They were yeah, stereo. Because you had to bounce the end. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So when you listen to it, it's funny. It's really interesting because like when we did it... One, we did mic the guitars. We yeah. did mic the bass, and like you know, we would do the drums. Right, we'd have two overheads, mm-hmm. a kick, and a snare. Yeah. So the issue is, is we would run out of tracks because after four, you can't record any more DI's. You'd have to bounce them yeah. to its own designated track. Right. Okay. Fine. No. No problem. Okay. Well, then we start doing vocals. Then we start doing backup vocals. Yeah. And then now we run out of 12 tracks pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to start bouncing tracks together to conserve space to to open up more tracks to record other So what that means for uh,
1: uh, layman's is we're mixing – we're doing a permanent mix during the recording process. Correct. So like if we had the drums and we record it, nowadays you might have something on a computer – or uh, even old school consoles so you would record the separate parts of the drums uh, the, 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 the snare and the kick drum and the hi-hats and these things and they're going to different channels and then you have control over those separate things mm-hmm. later so you can mix them you can be like oh the snare drum is really loud let me bring that down let me bring those hi-hats up or uh, to to accentuate mm-hmm. the, that backbeat and what we re- this is actually very similar to what the Beatles did once upon a time is they right. would have to bounce or anyone who was doing four track recording back in right. the day before there was like 8 and then 16 yeah. is that they would have to start bouncing in in real time they're like okay this is what the drums sound like and that's it forever <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we don't get to choose again yeah. <laughs> everyone okay <laughs> with this yeah. permanent it's, yeah. it's a permanent bounce and you bounce it right. out and that's it forever and yep. then because that's how we would uh, make space for these other like a, a, mm-hmm. a guitar one and guitar two and a, you know the bass yeah, and the solo vocals. Yeah. guitar yeah, right? yeah exactly I,
0: what i would end up doing is <laughs> i'd end up bouncing the Bass track to like the kick drum. Yeah. And then condensing that down to one file that you can no longer manipulate anymore. And, and yeah. on that task cam, yeah. there was no EQ. Yeah. I mean, there, there was, <laughs> we had panning. Yeah. We had some panning. Yeah. Uh, but there was no reverb. I mean, there was no, there's a very minimal processing. Um, and I, I actually, I I don't, I was actually listening to it today. Yeah. I, oh, and nice. I don't hate it. But Prometheus and Bob. Yeah. So we wrote a song. Named after and written after the Kablam show, Prometheus mm-hmm. and Bob Tapes from Kablam. Yeah. So that <laughs> is my most atrocious mixed job. <laughs> I bounce the drums all the way to the left. <laughs> All For of them? All of the drums are to the left.
1: <laughs> I don't even... The bass guitars,
0: pan all the way. It, dude, it is, it, dude, it's wider than a football field. The whole song, dude. Right? So then the guitar is on the right-hand side. pan yeah. hard right. <laughs> and then you had like a saxophone part you did. It yeah, was I a like sax, yeah. This fluttering kind yeah. of uh, saxophone part. And it makes me nauseous. It reminds me of like being on an airplane. <laughs> that's like going through turbulence. <laughs> and that's pan all the way. And there's nothing in the sound. Sax- <laughs> not even the vocals nothing no, I, no 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 so no so there's two vocal tracks yeah your lead vocals are yeah. panned hard left their backup vocals are panned hard right dude i don't know what i was thinking i don't know if nothing is a mistake the... i don't know if it was just like some idea i had when i was like 17 or 18 trying to record <laughs> things But like i was listening to, i was like i love the song it's fun yeah it's yeah i like that song a lot all right the whole chorus
1: Fuck the, the monkey. monkey! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, were you streaming it on Spotify? Restreaming it? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, um, I had the, all that mastered when, when what we're talking about was released right. later. Because we put it up on like Pure Volume and MySpace. Once mm-hmm. upon a time, you know, there were there were old school things. But Bandcamp. Band, yeah. And then, well, things Bandcamp still use, but and still I don't around? have it on there. Oh, Bandcamp's used for a lot because it's good merch. It's a good merch store.
0: Okay. okay. You can.
1: You can. T- you can. Um like uh, put the embed the URL mm. in a lot of different places. Now Spotify mm. has Shopify connected to it. Mm. That's how a lot of people sell merch on Spotify is through Shopify and it's like a monthly fee. But Bandcamp mm. is people use Bandcamp. Uh Kirk Vines used to have a lot of sales through there. And that's how we would oh, like nice. I would get sales and ship them to like Alaska and England and all sorts mm. of, like t-shirts and CDs and stuff. Um So Scuba Steve's not on Bandcamp, but we, yeah, we, we originally put things on like uh, Pure Volume and MySpace. And I think we did a TuneCore campaign at one point, so it was on Spotify for a bit. And then way later I had it remastered. My buddy, the guy who engineered and uh, mixed uh, the Crooked Vines' first album, Spencer Winkles, uh, I had him master the Scuba Steve stuff just to have it remastered and make it better and fuller. Yeah. (laughs) Won't hurt it. But yeah. So what happened was during Prometheus and Bob, there's this, the saxophone squeaks like, there's mm-hmm. a bad squeak somewhere, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things that was a permanent because it got bounced, yep. right? And so I couldn't edit it <laughs> yeah. out. So what I did is I got a microphone, and it's about fuck the monkey. So I started doing screeches during this. I was like... <laughs> mm.
0: During the squeak, no and it covers way. it up
1: perfectly. No yeah, way. it was great.
0: I was like, yes! because <laughs> I, I was listening I got creative, to it today, yeah. and I go, I don't remember recording that monkey sound.
1: Yeah, it was me, like, years later. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's yeah.
0: so funny. Dude, we had so much fun recording.
1: Oh my God, it was so much. And I remember it was so funny because you were mixing the bass really hot because you were the bass player and you were mixing it and me and your brother were just like, yo, the bass (laughs) is hot. And you had recorded some stuff with Blue Sun, So you just turn around and go, yo, have you been in a studio? Have you been in a studio? (laughs) I was like, no, but like, I'm like a musician. I'm going to call, like, like, have you been in the studio? I was like, no. Oh God, we bounced out, um divine bovine that night or something and then we had the naked party at your, at your old place
0: <laughs> oh my oh that's so funny yeah because i oh, was talking with those girls
1: because they were listening to music You're like you're a musician oh, and then they got so naked li- we had this party at uh at this place you used to live at and oh you were god. late for it but it was me and your brother yeah. and it was like we had finished bouncing out this thing and we were like kind of playing it for people and they're like oh my god you're you're, you're putting it online oh my god and then like everyone's i mean this is you know we're all. Pretty, you know I mean, l- early 20s, late teens, you know, a mixture of people, right? 19, 19 20, yeah. 19, I think it was, uh, fr- it was,
0: I think it was freshman year. Was, was it it was a little beyond
1: was, that, but somewhere in that Summer ballpark.
0: maybe, somewhere between, oh,
1: We're pretty young. And, uh, and so, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> we start... Um, I don't know. We were playing like strip poker and all these these mm. girls start getting naked and yeah. we and then we uh and I, I took my pants off and then we're wrapping uh celloph- saran, wrap. saran wrap around each yeah mm-hmm. so it's like oh you're wearing something and then <laughs> <laughs> and you came home you were dating a librarian or something and like you <laughs> And you came home, you were just like, what the fuck is happening in my house? And we were just like,
0: welcome to the party, brother. Dude, that was great, dude. I was laughing. There was a girl saran wrap to that pole we had in the middle oh of the room. Yeah, dude. It yeah, got canceled. Oh, I know, right? Oh, my Cancel. God. Cancel
1: us it was, uh, it was consensual yeah it was oh they were <laughs> dude it
0: was fun they were Yeah, yeah that, that was a good time that's hilarious mm-hmm. i can't believe you got laid off a of divine bovine <laughs> some k- song about a cow that turns milk into wine <laughs> it was <a> sacred cow. <laughs> those are the best lyrics i've ever written by far no to be fair i'm they really were well written. i remember
1: being like really i was caffeinated i was drinking my morning coffee yeah. when i was in my parents house and like you know like writing these lyrics furiously with a pencil yeah. and paper and i'm i'm so proud of them because they're so silly and smart but dumb you yeah. know they're like
0: <laughs> I I love I, lo- I love that I loved it I still love yeah. it right I wish I wish we had like the ability to record today mm. back then you know what I mean like that dude the, the the newest thing we recorded what yeah. are you calling it it's all noise it's all noise yeah. yeah. That I mean, just it's like
1: that, but I mean, it's way better. It's like the evolution of it all. I know, I know. Yeah, for people listening, we're gonna that's gonna come out soon under my name, Stephen Schwartz. It is, it is a Scuba Steve song, but I'm just gonna be releasing stuff under my name because it's just easier that way. But um, yeah, it's all noise. It's like a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. podcast radio show craziness. It's a lot of fun. It is. I'm so excited for it to come it's... out. We got another one coming. Birds aren't real. That's another <laughs> one that's coming. Uh, the Scuba Steve show. That's another one. Um, I guess some others in the back pocket. So yeah. we're we're working on those so. yeah
0: it's so much fun it's yeah. and, and it's it's really well written it's well recorded yeah. I, I mean personally i, I mean, mean we're like, patting
1: ourselves on the back i know <laughs> i know
0: it's like dude i'm just a dude over here that drinks too much whiskey and does ketamine <laughs> i was gonna
1: say and as we <laughs> drink our whiskeys and snort the ketamine <laughs> we did good it's well written the smartest thing
0: i've ever it's, i mean this is all the drugs talking it all probably sounds like turds no i like no, a lot it's it's unusual yeah. because it i wanted because you were
1: really um when people listen to us it's um uh what it's a German word, like uh something Spreka spreca, spreca sch- song sprecka. It's like talking. It's like what the B fifty twos. Yeah, like, yeah. I was walking. It's it's we didn't really do we didn't do that. Um but I, I wanted to do something more like that and had like a rhyme scheme so the, these verses right. were more like um almost like rap. That was my initial concept for the song we we're right, talking about, it's right. all noise. It was more like rap-oriented, and you were really like, no, 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 no. It would be a lot more interesting if you just talked. And then we, and then I was like, okay. And then I have to have you, mm-hmm. the the bass player, on the track, and then Tony, the drummer. I have to have you guys as guests, and and yeah. you're playing characters. Of course, you're not yourselves. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm Scuba Steve, the the radio show host, and I'm having listeners call in. And and Dave, uh, Dreadless Dave, plays. Uh, well, you're a conspiracy. Th- person right on the on the thing on the record yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like,
0: the, the idea was uh, i was pl- i was impersonating like an yeah. alex jones character that
1: yeah 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 that was yeah.
0: calling into the show yeah and yeah. Tony was impersonating like a Karen. Yeah, he's like who's on the other end. Who of
1: the do you think you are?
0: <laughs> I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk to your <laughs>
1: manager. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it initially, was supposed to be like this, this song, like this hip hop, like you were gonna rap, and then, it, then yeah, and it evolved into this kind of comedy sketch. Yeah. Into you know more of like a skit. I've never week. heard a song like this in my life. I I have not. The, <laughs> the chorus is catchy. Like it's a good chorus. Thank you. Like Thank it's you. a good chorus. Yeah, like yeah. It, it still has a hook,
1: but there's it's, it's a sung chorus. So it's not like the, yeah. the the skit stops and it's it. There's a sung yeah. chorus. So I'm excited for everyone to hear it. I'm excited for it to come out. I, that's why I was pushing you recently to get me the wave file because you're oh, like, dude,
0: <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> We were talking about two different things (laughs) for weeks. I know. We were shifts
1: passing in the night, and I had no idea what the confusion was. (laughs) Just how everyone knows. The song that we're talking about that I want to release is called It's All Noise. That's what I'm calling it now. And at one point, we were calling it the Conspiracy Song or the Scuba Steve Show. It had a mm-hmm. bunch of different names because we didn't yeah. land on it. But in the course of the song, I sang, it's all noise. Right. And and it ties all the things together. So I said, that's a good title for it. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And I have another song that I want to call the Scuba Steve Show. So I was like, I don't want to confuse these things. That's what this is called. So I'm telling Dave this. And I say, hey, I, all I have is an, you, you've mastered, mixed, mastered sounds great. All I have is an MP3 file, so mm-hmm. I really want you to send me the WAV file, which is uh, the lossless, um, less compressed file. It's mm-hmm. a, a bigger, a bigger file size, and that's what you normally submit through your distribution agencies and, and or, mm-hmm. you know all that. So, can could, could go to Spotify and iTunes, lossless. And I was like, I need that. I, that's what I need to do. We've uh, I need to send the copyright uh, to the library. I need to register the copyright with the mm-hmm. Library of Congress. For those who aren't listening, I always highly recommend that to pay the fee. Um, it, it you know can protect you legally down the line. Um, Also, uh, you know, registering with uh, your uh, PRO, uh,
0: ASCAP or BMI. I like to think there's going to be a band called like Scuba Scott and they (laughs) they, like steal our song. (laughs) Like, oh, they never registered. It's ours, bitches. (laughs)
1: Um, No, I'm all bad. You know, what's really interesting is that like I'll get – I got money from uh, Spotify lawsuits, you know, the class action stuff. I got a Mm. hefty chunk just for having things registered properly. I've gotten things – I've got money properly allocated, of course, but also misallocated. If you have ownership – in America, ownership means money, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's like that's so you can think of intellectual property. You trademark your shit, own your shit, get LLCs, get mm-hmm. DBAs, get trademark and copyright registrations. Mm-hmm. You do all that, you can have passive income. When my band performs, I register the live music mm-hmm. uh, with our BMI live thing. We get money that way, revenue streams that aren't actual like song plays. They're there, we pl- perform live, therefore we get money. And, and venues pay for a license with uh, at BMI and ASCAP and uh, a CSAC uh, is, is one of the other ones. Um, so anyway, so I was like, I need this WAV file, you know, and, and I'm so I'm asking you and you're just like, yeah, I, you know, I just I, I didn't love my bass part. I want to redo it. <laughs> I was like. What I thought hey, you you mixed and mastered it. I I don't understand. Okay, buddy. I mean, hey, man. You know what? You 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 got a real job, and you get this is a hobby for. I get you, you know do your thing, and get back to me when you when you're ready. And then he just kept. I was like, I really want it by the end of this weekend. Like I, in my mind, you're just fucking bouncing it out. And so the whole time he's talking about a shitty little demo for another song, a totally different <laughs> song, a new song. It has no words. It has nothing. It has nothing. We did this like shit demo of a surf rock song, and he's like trying to re-record his bass part all weekend long. He's just like, yeah, no, I'll get out. I swear to God, I'll get it to you. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, but how goes that bass line? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's way
0: better. <laughs> way better than the first one, it's right? Way better than the first one, yeah. But I just wanted the other song.
1: And you were like, oh, you talk about the other song. Yeah, I'll bounce that off right now. Boop, boop, boop.
0: Yeah, that was way easier <laughs> yeah. than all the work I had to put into... Fucking recording that other baseline. Yeah, fu- that's fine. I lit a fire under your
1: ass to get me the other thing.
0: Uh, hey, there we go. Now, hey, we killed two birds once, <laughs> two fake birds with one stone.
1: Because they're not real. <laughs> yeah, they, okay. Yeah,
0: birds aren't real. Hey, if
1: anyone's listening, you're a fucking idiot if you think
0: birds aren't real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they're government drones. Yeah, easy. Sky yeah. spies. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, dude. Uh, Reagan took all the birds back in the seventies. Yeah. Um, and replaced them all with drones. No, I know. I've read about that. It's true. Yeah. No, I read about that. They're I mean, shirts. I have a shirt. You you have the shirt. I have shirts. Yeah. Yeah, they're real. The shirts are real. The birds <laughs> are. The birds are <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, it's true.
0: <laughs> yo, yo, throw me that whiskey down there. All right, hold on. Throw me that whiskey.
1: Well, I'm not going no, to throw it because so. it's a fucking liter. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's 1.75. It's God, almost two liters of God Goddamn
0: right. We're running around with these daddy bottles, Zaddy some whiskey all right um <laughs> no the birds
1: aren't real though and and everyone knows this and and um you yeah, know it's a conspiracy I yeah. mean because because they're I mean the government is so advanced that they need they need they they have drones to spy on us obviously and they they've so sophisticated that they've they made
0: animatronic sky spies to yeah your fingers up check yeah. this out yeah think about this uh-huh. I was reading this shit online earlier and I'm like holy f- yeah, because if it's online, it's true. So, um, Roombas. Yeah. Okay, so Amazon yeah. just bought Roombas. Oh, they like bought the company. Out. Bought the company. Out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, why do you think Amazon would want to buy Roomba?
1: Oh, to, to have like little microphones and cameras running around your house. Oh, they already have microphones and cameras well, in it. No, no, they have the micro... Well they have the microphone oh, is Alexa Oh, the cameras on the outside the rings they want that's what i'm saying they want the, they right. want they want a spatial 360 microphone running running around your floor and they want those cameras There's... all around
0: upskirt they want upskirt photos so, so <laughs> <laughs> it's just my my fucking wrinkly balls hanging out underneath my <laughs> my under armor shorts yeah what do you think just like jeff bezos head what do you think he gets
1: a huff on okay
0: <laughs> space. It's the only way you can jerk off anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, was like, he like just Moon has Fox. a phobia. He has a phobia of jerking off where other dudes jerked off, so he has to go to space <laughs> to do it where nobody else is. No there. man has ever jerked off. <laughs> it's the only way you can climax anymore. I don't need to be at the tip of a fucking space rocket. <laughs> Jack my fucking. My dick off.
1: Oh dude, I was playing what's like what's that game that we play on your TV Some Jackbox?
0: Oh yeah. Jackbox, I was playing with yeah. my
1: buddies the other day and there was uh, the prompt was uh, w- what was the the second thing set on the moon. I said, "Neil go fuck yourself." <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I love that.
1: Um but oh, yeah, the, the Roombas. Roombas, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah so no, no, tell me tell so, me about so the Roomba.
0: Roomba, right? It's yeah. around, it's a vacuum that yeah. goes, picks up all the dust on the floor. Yeah. Well, it's also measuring the uh, square footage of your house it knows where your furniture is in the layout of said house oh yeah of course so now they're selling your information to get you more targeted ads oh. of things that can fit in that house your size maybe brands of furniture that is popular within that you know it maybe a bracket of uh, financial situation the amount of money you make that people that live in that house what you can afford to buy to fit in that house yeah dude Amazon's taking over this fucking planet They're going to fucking space for no fucking reason Yeah Jeff Bezos has no business in space (laughs) That motherfucker's like I got big dick money Yeah he does And he's like I'm gonna put this bitch in space Uh, and that's it. Like, there's no reason for him to be in there. It's a little literal cock <laughs> That's a little cock <laughs> Yeah. This is that he is that he is the billionaire equivalent of that dude that drives around your neighborhood in a fucking lifted truck with like <laughs> the Confederate flag, oh, yeah, like on, on fucking four corners. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, but, yeah, no, we get it, we get it. You're compensating. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Can you throw me that that? that oh, the, De- yeah, the De- Hold Sirona. on. I say we're gonna pause
1: this. We're, we're gonna we're gonna refuel. Sure, we're gonna refuel. That's a good idea. Yeah, I yes. And then I'm gonna describe more of my refueling.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, let's go, buddy. Wait, just, is, it, is it the star? The space. No, hit the space bar. Space.
1: It's a space. All right, we went to space and beyond to infinity
0: and beyond did you watch that did you watch lightyear yeah what if you look on your foot and there's like some other dude's name underneath of it
1: (laughs) 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 it says andy on
0: the bottom of my foot i start breaking apart (gasps) what is real dude yeah i don't even know what What am i this (laughs) whole time I am a toy. I'm going to do... Yo, I'm gonna I play. am I am Anson Wash. <laughs> yeah, The next dude that passes out a party, I'm fucking getting a Sharpie mark and <laughs> running Andy on the bottom of his foot. And dude. with a backwards end. <laughs> dude, that's a great idea.
1: Uh, um, what is happening? Uh, we, okay, for the listener, we re-upped on our space juice. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do this this way, because so, so far this podcast is not involved... Drugs or alcohol? Actually, no. Keen and I were smoking weed, uh, not during the podcast, but uh, before. And then we took a break and smoked more. So I was, I was a little stone, which yeah. isn't normal for me. I, um, but this is the first one that I, I wanted to let loose. Like I, I wanted to do it this way. Uh,
0: what better than ketamine and whiskey? It's an old fashioned <laughs> yeah. classic. It's been around forever. And a day fashion. <laughs> it goes, yeah, it goes together like peanut butter and gumballs. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: <laughs> we were just talking about the the paradigm. So at the beginning of the episode, I, we, I I announced that, you know, my intentions of the ketamine and what I thought might happen mm-hmm. had um, you know, if I had done the full dosage and and gotten a, maybe mm-hmm. a k-hole or whatever had a dissociative experience and and all that and and then I I know that in the moment earlier in, at the beginning of this episode that I said well, you know, like uh, some of the, the parents of the, t- the kids I teach or something might might hear this. And as we were uh, re-upping our drinks right now and everything, I said, I brought that up to him. I said, you know, in that moment, I had that kind of weird fear. And then I tried to quash it immediately because that is something I'm trying to leave. I mean, mm-hmm. if somebody's listening, you know, if any parent that I teach, yeah, your kids are great. And I, obviously, I'm very professional. I have a, a like a code-switching uh, thing, you know, for, for being a teacher when I'm, when I'm that person. Right. But... That is not my, I mean, I've been doing it so far, I, 18 years, by the way, 18 years I've been teaching. Wow, really? Yeah, this fall, 18 years I've been teaching private lessons to children and wow. adults on saxophone, guitar, and piano. That's incredible. Yeah, and clarinet and other stuff. Yeah, I've. that's more than half of my life. That's crazy. Yeah, 18 years, I'm
0: 34. That's crazy, yeah, dude. That's,
1: yeah. So, yeah. so I, I've been thinking about that recently. It doesn't pay a pension. Doesn't pay, you know. And it's it's to supplement the music career, the art. And recently, I've been kind of having this, like, especially seeing a therapist and talking with them about like uh, what goals are and everything. It's like. He says something that blew my mind the other day because I I complain about this like scheduling like basically I feel like I'm 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 existing in two worlds I'm a teacher sometimes I'm a musician other times I'm an artist I'm I'm a businessman because I have the LLC mm-hmm. for the Crooked Vines and I have the the publishing DBA and I'm I'm like doing all these different things and uh, some of them are, they're all kind of in the same camp but they're like a uh, passion adjacent is the teaching and everything he's like mm-hmm. it sounds like you're this is my therapist speaking he says he's, well it sounds like you're really. You're working really hard for a life you don't love. Mm-hmm. so why? why are you bending over backwards to schedule these people? Why are you doing that? Yes, money is important, you know, important for right. you know some of these things, but why are you doing that right? Because it's not quite good enough. You're complaining that you're pretty poor. you're just barely making it you know for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit like that kind of blew my mind yeah. was this like, why
0: am I working
1: for a life
0: right? Right. Well, I mean, do you get a satisfaction from teaching? you know, Yeah. St- in the moment, ki- yes. Kids and adults, right? Students, right?
1: Mostly in the moment, yes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 if you uh, if you just kind of like zeroed in on an individual moment, like I have a new kid, um, he's fucking awesome. I have this new family, and uh, the one the one kid is like super adept at. We're doing like advanced theory, and co- he he's a sponge, and he wants to learn. Cool. So that yeah. is immensely excite me. Yeah. It, if I wasn't getting, if I, if my finances were covered, yeah. I would actually work with this kid. Yeah. I like him that much. Yeah. What's funny is his sister I teach, uh, she's a little more just like kind of like normal, like, um, like oh, let's make sure we're doing C through G, C, right, D, right. E, F, G, F, E. It's more like that bullshit. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like her too. The family's sweet. The family's very nice. She's sweet. But, the mm-hmm. the other the, the other kid uh the the boy he's like uh well he's in high school um but <laughs> the boy the boy my boy my boy Oy. milkshake my milkshake uh, <laughs> my boy um and so <laughs> uh but no he like that. Is something that's so exciting because he's excited. Yeah. So when I encounter those things, it's like holy shit. Yeah. And even some the adults I teach, but then it's like the the slog of like uh, like working through a hand and exercise or some Beethoven piece I've heard fur Elise fucking fifty times in my life, uh. you know. And we're pushing through. Then right. they didn't practice. So I'm just like holy Christ. I want to like that's horrible. And so then it's like why am I fighting for that? Like why am I why am I fighting for the scheduling purposing or whatever the fuck it is? Like mm-hmm. why am I not br- And so now that's why I'm doing the podcast. That's why I'm like trying to do management with other bands. I'm really high. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So, but, but I was saying to you is that we're in these, like, you know, we, we think that we're in these paradigms, like you are in a paradigm now, you're in a, a system, but you mm-hmm. choose it every day. Cause that's the thing we choose. I choose yeah. my, my things every day. You choose yours every day. You're making money. Now you're a rep- uh, pharmaceutical representative,
0: right? Correct. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it, what what I, what I was thinking about was you, 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 you're your own boss. You're, you're working for yourself. Yeah. You don't have uh you know, a structure that you're this overbearing structure, this company, this corporate th- entity that you're responsible to report to. Yeah, you're in control of what you do. Yeah. So, I mean, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, do you, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to. Yeah. You can be whatever you want. You want to be. I mean, you're a musician. I mean, we, we, I mean we're musicians, right? But mm-hmm. you're living that lifestyle, that career path of a musician. I'm a professional. Correct. Musician. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, and 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 there's there's no. You can smoke a joint and then go to work tomorrow, right? And yeah. Then you don't have to have somebody you know ha- asking you to report to them the next day. Correct. So I'm like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And then you propose the question to me. You are like, oh, no, you're making the same choices I make, but you're making them in a different structure. And I'm like, oh, my brain's getting, <laughs> getting <laughs> twisted here. I'm like, oh, shit. What does that mean for me? Yeah. And it's like, wait, am I more free? Or are, are, are you less oh, constrained? so You're more constrained to me.
1: I, I'm well, like, some, well, sometimes regiment, I mean, sometimes uh, removing choices creates freedom. Right. Having structure creates for humans crave structure.
0: Right? Struck, I do like structure.
1: Yeah. And that gives you freedom. And You have. More, so I do. We go back and forth on this because there are parts of your life I envy. And I imagine that there are other parts of my life that sometimes I describe to you that you're like, oh, well, I, you know, I kind of that, that would be really cool. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Saying, I'm not saying that you envy parts of my life because that's pretty pretentious, but, like, <laughs> but <laughs> envy me. Yeah, and then, <laughs> envy. my five star dick. <laughs> it's mostly
0: your penis. That's, that's that's it's mostly your penis. I've
1: seen your penis is pretty good. Uh, it's, it's okay. I see it right through your shorts uh, you right now. It's actually, pretty it's, it's all right. It's
0: very revealing. <laughs> I'm actually for everybody listening, Are I'm not you wearing full anything stack? actually. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually doing this in the nude. This whole podcast has been I would do a podcast in the nude. <laughs>
1: I'd do it. I've been, I've been nude. I've been, I've gone to a nudist camp. Oh, I used to play. a You nude know what that's to gonna do? Gig.
0: That's gonna fucking go on the Patreon. <laughs>
1: <That's>, everyone listening, <laughs> go to Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. dot com backslash for, the Crooked
0: for, Vines right now for the Nude Podcast. The episode. Nude Podcast. <laughs> I'd do that. You fucking schlong, steel schlanging, wiener whacking, you know. Well, you know who just subscribes
1: to the Patreons is James's and Maya's mom's. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, we have a real treat for you. So Pam and Kimberly, get over there! (laughs) You have to give them a special thanks in the credits. (laughs) (laughs) They're They're our sponsors. They're like (laughs) like co-writers of your penis. (laughs) Your, well, your mom. Your mom's a co-writer of your penis <laughs> in collaboration with your
1: father. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm brought to you by my mother and father. <laughs> we're brought to you today by our parents. Wouldn't be here without them. <laughs> uh, oh, devolved.
0: Um, uh, what were we talking about? I don't remember what we talking about now. Uh,
1: um, Jamie, playback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. I do yeah. wish I had. Uh, <laughs> no, we...
0: <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Uh the constraints, uh, the choices we were exactly. making. Yeah. Um But yeah, envious yeah, no, yeah, there's definitely parts of your life that I'm in. I wish I dude, there was a point in time uh-huh. where you invited me down to New Orleans to live with you to play music right out of college. Yes, I did. And the only reason I didn't do it was because I had this girlfriend that I was like I, I don't know. It was like I was in a relationship with and I yeah. didn't want to leave, and of course. I mean, uh, obviously really? we're no longer together. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So I was like, what
1: the fuck? That's why you did that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recall that. Because I it was the same thing with like Woody. Uh, he was our first drummer for the Crooked Vines. Uh, we've only had the two, Woody and Dane. And um, right out of college, he had thought about going back home to Maryland. He grew up there. And I said, well, you know, I I, we got this thing going on, and you're kind of a part of it. I, I would really want you to stay. And I... And I think we were looking for bass player, and so I, I yeah. talked to you because I, I was like, I want my friends to be a part of this, and I want to do this. And if I have people who I'm friends with who I love, and like we can make music together, isn't that like the best?
0: Yeah, yeah, the that, best thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that <laughs> <laughs> that's the ketamine. I got those <laughs> ketamine burps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this wine, is the wine we had earlier. Yeah, Made dude. shit our pants. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Before we started recording, we both went to a winery with my mom, and we had a couple glasses of wine, and then I got here, I was like...
0: Bro, before we do anything, I just got to shit. And then he was yeah. like, oh, I got a shit too, skin again. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was fucking wild. I don't know what the fuck was in that wine, but, dude, I, yo, how's Kimberly? Should we check in? <laughs> Should we make sure she's okay? <laughs> dude, she's a pro, all right? She's a fucking red wine
1: pro. All right, Kimberly. She had
0: wine poops for years. Yeah, she's, she'll be fine.
1: Kimberly puts it
0: down, she'll all right? She puts it away,
1: <laughs> yeah. She don't care no more. This fecal impaction left and right. No, that's what the coffee's for in the morning. The wine stops it up, and the coffee lets it flow in the morning. All right. It's one or the other.
0: Holy uh, oh, shit!
1: <laughs> all right, but yeah, no, I remember. it. So that was who were you, was it? Uh, was
0: it? No, no, that was Des. Oh, that I
1: was... remember that. I remember that
0: name. That, I think it was. was I remember Des? that? <laughs> that thing. Maybe it was. I don't remember anymore. No, maybe it was. I think it was Julie. Okay. Maybe. I don't fucking remember, dude. They but all you, blend you, together. you, you
1: were like, because I, yeah, I invited you. I was like, please. Like, I, well, I think what I said was something like you, I would want you to like kind of audition or whatever, but it, this is an oper- yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. but, but if you can do this, if you're down.
0: Right, right, right yeah.
1: yeah that oh was, shit. It was, that was, it was after the second album. It was after the second album because d- Bone Stengel was leaving the band. He was our bass player on the second album. He was mm. leaving the band. I didn't really know what to do. And I was like, if you can, I sent you wishful thinking. That was one of my, it had mixed meters in it. I was like, if you can play these couple songs, if then you're like, come, come down.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so you, and you, that's funny. Sure, I, I mean, at the, at, yeah, at the time I was like, I mean, I I was I had I was selling beer at the time. Yeah, and it was a good job. I wasn't getting, I wasn't making any money. Like I wasn't getting paid very well, but I mean, it was a good job. Well, Look, you were getting it was, paid all right though. I mean, yeah, you know, no, it was okay. You had like, a like, job. You know, yeah, no, I had job a job, job. and, and yeah. like I had benefits. It was it was a union job, so the salary was 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 okay, and the benefits yeah. were great. Right? Yeah, and it was, but there was there was more growth that was to be had. So it was like you know what what do I do? Do I go and do I just like tough this out, or do I go to fucking New Orleans and you know weigh 140 pounds and, <laughs> for the rest of my life? <laughs> oh, this is, like, this is before gains. This is before oh, gains. This is no, shit. no, th- no. This was like this was during the gains because yeah, I went. There was a period in time where I went from weighing like 160 pounds to weighing 230 at my peak. <sighs> uh, yeah, he so. put on
1: a lot of. So Dave used to look like me, and people who know me and look at pictures. He like you know I'm I'm. I'm, I'm lean. <laughs> I got a runner's mm-hmm. body. Yeah. This girl I'm hooking up with. So that. <laughs>
0: you <laughs> got a runner's body. That's some marketing at its finest. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get out there. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> um, Swinging in the wind. <laughs> what should they call uh,
0: an otter? <laughs> I am an otter.
1: Yeah, I'm a metrosexual. I know. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm a lean guy. And Dave and I looked... I think we had very similar body types for like... Yeah. Like we were yeah, no, very definitely. similar in terms of stature and, and body type for many years. And then at, at some point a little after college, you were like, I want to get gains. I want to get big. Yeah, yeah. And then you did it. Yeah. And then you like... I mean, what you said... How much? One forty to two thirty. No, it was like one sixty. One sixty was 160. when I
0: graduated high school. That was like my senior high school, and then oh, that's pretty. That's, and then I started so much. I'm now. What <laughs> sophomore year of college? Uh-huh. And then uh, when I when I got out of college, I was one eighty. Then I got up to two thirty afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was just fucking, dude. I have murdered. Huge. I have murdered nations of chickens. <laughs> dude, I have murdered nations of chickens and, and have eaten swimming pools of quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> Kingwan is a, it's a it's an ancient grain it's a good grain <laughs> all right no, it's a, yeah it's, a, it's an excellent source of, it's a complete protein it's a complete protein yeah it's excellent for you yeah it's excellent for you but yeah um you know say so that, that that was during that time because I, I was because I was living at my mom's house it was I was running my mom's she was running her her old house her old townhouse to me I was living with Julie at the time. And I remember yeah. you sending me over the chords and stuff like that. And I had like, there was like a decision I had to make, right? And it was wow. like, I'm like looking at Julie, who I don't even fucking like anymore. <laughs> oh, you know, in like, this oh, moment. <laughs> in the moment. And then, <laughs> not, obviously not now. Yeah, no, 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 I obviously don't like her now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in the in the moment. Okay, so you're... Um, wow. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I am envious. I wish... I Dude, my dream has always been to... I won, Originally, when I went to Westchester University, mm-hmm. was to get a music degree. And my mom... Put, she put the fucking kibosh on that shit. Uh-huh. She was like, you ain't doing that.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> she like, you ain't doing that. So so I, it, it was interesting because when I was at Westchester, I met some of the kids in the music program there. Yeah. And there's it, there's a split. I don't know. Tell me what your experience was like. Because when I was talking to some of the, the music kids there in the, in the program... There were kids that like, okay, like me, like I like to create music. I like to create something from nothing. I like to like, there's like, yes. I have an idea in my head and it evolves and it changes. And I like, I, it excites me to see where that goes and where yeah. we ultimately end up. But like, I like to create something from nothing. All right. And then there's those other kids mm-hmm. in college. They were playing sheet music to they the, need to, structure. to Yeah. The, to the T, and then you're like, okay, improv something, and they're like, but they cannot do that. They're like, but
1: remember, that, remember that girl, the, the the flutist that I did, went to New York, the the, the, <laughs> the one that kicked me at <laughs> the <laughs> who flew me to New York for a dictate.
0: <laughs> that was one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. I, you, you ever get a call <laughs> from your best friend? He's like, hey, I'm in town on to both of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, but she was, she was a, a that's, that's her. E- excellent execution. Excellent, like that, that's, yeah, some people are programmed. They're like, um, I mean, think about probably like, there's probably like computer coders or programmers yeah. or something, or, or uh, people who work in like IT or, or for an office, then they, they, they get the information, they plug it in, they pop, like that's, it's a very mm-hmm. similar thing. People who execute, right? Yeah. Or, or think about people in like a, like a football or sports team, um, They're, they have no, they're not, they're not doing anything in the moment. They're, they have the quarterback. um, This is a football analogy. The, you know, the the quarterback or the coach tells them to play. What is, what is it called? What? Quarterback?
0: No, I'm not familiar with this. The word.
1: Football? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about American football. Not, not, not like European football. Like, yes, I'm not, I'm not talking about American <laughs> football. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Go, go ahead. Thank, yeah. You. Yeah, for, uh, thank sports you. Sports with a Z. Got and, you. um. <laughs> yeah, Sports. 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 Was that person my mom said earlier, Jim Cott or something? Fucking that Phillies person my oh, dad was yeah, playing. Yeah, there's
0: some guy that played Phillies baseball in the seventies named Cott. and he know. played, basketball, he played with basketball with my basketball dad, with your dad in and <laughs> barn. <laughs> um, anyway. Your dad and him were just railing chicks in that barn. There's no basketball taking <laughs> place in it. Let's be for real. Who puts a fucking basketball court in a goddamn barn? It was probably they were just. Fucking railing th- broads in there, <laughs> fucking drinking beer, fucking just railing shit, smoking joints and stuff, <laughs> making jokes, Yeah, eating exactly. beef jerky, probably.
1: Because <laughs> that's what they did <laughs> in the what, 70s. I mean, yeah. That's what you do in the 70s. Yeah, what so you do in the 70s, you fucking drink beer and eat beef jerky and rail women in barns, all right? <laughs> what you do in suburban Pennsylvania. You got nothing else to do. That's I'm saying. Dude, look where the house play in the
0: pool. Of fucking nowhere.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? <laughs> um... No, sports, football. Yeah. I was making an analogy. Making there, an al- people. I'm sorry, I derailed. No, you. you derailed it. But people don't understand the context. Is that we went to the wine, the winery that we went to <laughs> earlier, where we had the three glasses of wine that we're talking about that made us poop our pants, was fro- <laughs> because my dad, who's dead, went there in the <laughs> '70s and played basketball. And my mom today, after the walk we went on, was like, "Yo." I want you to check out this winery where they had the barn. And guess what? That's where your father went and played basketball back in the day. <laughs> and then it turns out he was playing basketball with a Phillies baseball player, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes. And then that guy was the one who owned the house or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know all these stories, and then this all connects to my dad telling me about how once upon a time he used to go to a barn and play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> when I was a kid, we would shoot basketball on the driveway. And he'd be like, "You know, once a, like when I was you know, first starting out, and we would go to this
0: <laughs> barn and play basketball and drink beers." And <laughs> like, "All right, you crazy old man! <laughs> like, yeah, you play basketball with the Phillies, <laughs> like, and here we are drinking wine in the dude's fucking yeah. backyard."
1: And Which so is... the analogy I was making is yes. that in football, some people just get told what to do. Yes. <laughs> and they yes. don't have to make decisions for themselves. Yes. And yeah. this girl... Ex- and,
0: executors. And,
1: and uh, executors, and there's people like that all over. And there's other people... You're Obviously, you are a creative person. You've chosen a path that is more uh, structured and regimented, but that allows you for cre- creativity in your hobbies, right? So you uh, that's how I perceive it. It's because yeah. I know a lot of people that have... That's kind of what they need. I struggle because i i i create a lot and i have the passion to create and i have to kind of balance that with a lot of like Mm self-management that is that that's the trade-off i spend a lot of like mental energy and time Mm -hmm. managing and scheduling and like Mm -hmm. like worrying or or kind of like considering or whatever to like make Mm -hmm. it all work to make money right 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 it's a weird trade-off it's kind of shitty
0: it mm-hmm. is because it, 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 I spend I spend my time. I mean, I work stresses me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But the you know I get to live a comfortable living. Yeah. In exchange, the creative pursuits I have. Yeah. They're pure, right? I don't have to exactly. I don't yeah. have to worry about it supporting me. I don't have to worry about it. You know, producing anything. You know, in, yeah. in a monetary value way. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I guess you know, and, and I think. I get to, I romanticize it right yeah I think for my for me myself my outlook I romanticize the creative venture that you get to live mm. right and then you're living it and you know it's it's it, it, it's unpredictable. You know, it's yeah. like, it's stressful. Yeah. Probably, you know, equally as stressful as the, the structured job that I get to live every day. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's funny because, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's like one of those things like grass isn't always green on the other side kind of thing. You know what I mean? As part of it, I
1: think, um, what it is is the mentality. This is, I'm learning through like self-discovery therapy, like all these things. Like it's, it's, we make the choices. Like I, that's what I've been doing lately is like, I choose mm-hmm. to make money by teaching and doing gigs with my band. I choose these things. I don't have to. Like you don't have to. That's what we were, the paradigm we were talking about earlier, the structure. You do not have to sell the pharmaceuticals or whatever. You don't have to make money that way. You choose to make money, which you use to pay your utilities and your mortgage. And and it's an exchange of resources, right? So I choose to be, like I make, I have to, I have to own up to that too. Yeah, sure. I could probably join a, a fleet, a corporate fleet, or something. I, I'm a sure. pretty smart guy and I'm a hard worker. Like I could probably yeah, do these things. No doubt. So I have made choices in my life to not do that. Yeah. And I have to accept that when I'm just like, oh fuck, I don't know if I should like buy this thing or whatever. Like I'm like I'm like no no like I made the choice. Mm-hmm. And I have to own up to that. So there's an accountability there for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, but the one thing, just being in from like a sales perspective, mm-hmm. the one thing I, I do enjoy is the stress that comes with the job. It's weird. Like, I like a little fire. Yeah. You know, like, I like it. I like the accountability. The stakes. Yeah, exactly. When like, there's stakes involved, it's exciting. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I hate when things get, I hate, I think people by nature become complacent. No matter what you're of course, doing, they right? Do. Yeah, and there's this accountability. Like I enjoy a manager, somebody who who's above me that'll light a fire under my ass. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy that because that that actually makes me start to think creatively. Yeah, in in like this world that I became complacent in. Yeah, and I start thinking outside the box, and that actually propels me forward. Of right. Of course, Yeah, that's friction.
1: That's that's, that's 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 people make you grow. Um, I think not enough people when they that's they atrophy right when they get to a place where they don't have growth, they start to atrophy yeah And you are a person who seeks growth, right even mm-hmm. even in a field that you know whatever yeah. you, like you 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 enjoy that feeling, so do I. That's why we, we love each other mm-hmm. we're, we're great for best friends. you know like we have this thing that even though we're in different different spheres of, 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 of things in the world, like that like right now I, I am choosing in, in life to make myself uncomfortable. Like I am, yeah. I am doing things purposefully to like, mm-hmm. uh, to, to get lessons out of my life as much to, to, to hurt myself in a way financially, because I know that's going to push me, um, for this listening, uh, my interview with Richard Rourke, a great guy, up and coming artist in New Orleans. I'm really excited for everything he has to, to offer and his uh, episode will come out before this airs, uh, but it's a couple of weeks from when I'm talking right now, um, he he recently quit his job and he was like talking about like trying to he's scheduling time to be an artist. Dude, his shit's awesome. It's like vintage yeah. soul rock. It's fucking crazy. Cool. I really like it. Richard, if you're listening, I fucking like you, man. You're a good dude. Nice. Yeah, I hope to work with him in like a. I don't know. It's it's really yeah. cool. I like him a lot. Um, and uh. Yeah. I mean, he was talking about like how basically he was like working, 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 and then like feeling tired. And then he and his girlfriend just watched TV. And then he was like, Oh my God, I'm not like, I'm not doing my passion. Why am I working mm-hmm. this fucking job? He's like just working at an, uh, like some art store in New Orleans. And he's mm-hmm. a musician. He's like, you know, he went to Loyola. Yeah. And so he was like, Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, and now I'm scheduling. Now I, I work on music. Mm -hmm. four to seven. That's when I work on the music. And then that's on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I'm scheduled in like we schedule workouts or something, you know, I Mm -hmm. schedule it in. Okay. That's when I do this. And then now he's like, I just quit my job. I got a runway of like a few months and we're going to see what the fuck happens. And I'm kind of on that boat too. I'm just like, I'm kind of getting there. Yeah. You got, cause if you don't push yourself, then you'll never know why, why, why work, you know, why, why work for the thing you don't like?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like to, I like to embrace the anxiety. I embrace the anxiety, yeah. you know, I like, I, I, I'll dive into things head first without knowing, like, I can't see how deep the pool is. I'm all right. Like, like, <laughs> I'll jump in. We'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Cause I know, I know, I, I personally, I, I know I'll swim. I know I'll float. Yeah. I know I can get out of the pool. I'll, I'll survive. Right? You know, it's not the shallow end at least, you know, <laughs> to crack your neck. <laughs> that hurts. It hurts.
1: Yo, I know a girl <laughs> who did that fucking, there was, we went to school with her like growing up. She was in Dude. our elementary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to say her name, but she like, <laughs> she dove into the shallow end of a pool oh, and yikes. fucked up her neck and she like paralyzed part of it for a bit. Like it's just, she was always just
0: like, dude. yo, don't dive into shallow ends of pools. <laughs> She's like a walking PSA. <laughs> dude, dude, I remember, I have this memory. I don't remember whose. it was in elementary school. I don't know. I don't remember whose birthday party I was at, mm-hmm. but I remember at a, being at a birthday party, elementary school third second third fourth grade something like that Mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of kids in this pool there's a big float in the middle of the pool Mm -hmm. and i went to go swim underneath of this big float and then i i got i i started running out of breath i was tired i couldn't i couldn't see under the water i couldn't find where the end of the float was Mm -hmm. and i remember almost drowning underneath this float Wow. and like panicking and i start like trying to like i couldn't find the outside i couldn't get it from out underneath it was like one of those real big pool floats i mean obviously i made it but <laughs> i have a theory i have a theory i have uh-huh. a theory so yeah. hear me out okay cuz there i had this experience i had a near death experience in college what happened i don't, I don't know if i told you this i don't know if i ever told you this um
1: no tell me i mean i'll know when you tell all right so
0: there was so this is like in 2 in 2007 it was my freshman year of college yeah that's when were... Here. i was I was, I was using drugs as a coping mechanism for the way I was feeling at the time, and I was literally just taking anything and everything at the time. Why so, were you feeling that way? Oh, dude, at the time, like, dude, my my fucking my mom and my stepdad were getting divorced. Yeah, my dad and my stepmom, they were never married, but they were splitting up. Actually, it's my, yeah, right. So, like, they're, like both my parents, like, they were like together with part. They're, they're splitting up and shit. And so then, like, stability is like de- destabilizing. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, dude, yeah, the whole family structure. And all... you are you
1: are transitioning to like correct college is like an immense change. Oh, yeah, in now on my own, yeah,
0: right. I'm on, you know, and at the time I was I was drinking, coping with things mm. before I moved out. So now I'm just drinking all the time in college. Yeah. And, you know, we, Vladimir, dude, I've spent so much money, thousands of dollars <laughs> on Vladimir Vodka. Oh, like I have, I should have a fucking stake in the company <laughs> for how much money I fucking put in Vladimir Vodka. And so like there was, uh, I, I never did any opiates at I, like yeah. I, I just, it was mostly just drinking in high school. I, like I smoked a little bit of pot, but like I didn't yeah. really care for it. It didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. So this guy one night, he had some um, oxycodone. OxyContin was really big in 2007. Like this was like yeah, was. this was like the rise of the especially, whole,
1: especially in this area, by the way. I mean, I, I, m- me moving away to just interject for a second, I missed a a thing a bit, and I think I got really lucky because I, I, I think I would have some bad shit would happen to me. Because I I like opiates. Or I did. I haven't done them in a long time. But yeah. Yes. So go on. So Oxy, you did tell me the story, I think. But keep going.
0: Yeah, Oxy 80s were everywhere. So much fucked
1: in. If I I did a 10, I'd be fucked
0: up. I mean, I never... Like, I've done them before. Like, they never really made me feel good. Like, I don't know. Like, you get buzzed. Okay. But like, I never really had that, like, hook on it. Like, a Mm -hmm. lot of people get. anyway, so I drank a half a handle of Vladimir with my my roommate, Bill. Mm -hmm. And that was just... That was like a normal Friday, Saturday night for yeah. Bill and I. Like we were drinking five, six days a week. Just I mean, we were of a lot. Oof. So uh, this guy Benny, he comes up, he's like, "Yo, you want to split an oxy?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, dude." So I did forty milligrams, forty milligrams of oxycodone with a Benny. You split a an oxy, eight, dude, on a half a handle, dude. I rem- I remember doing this. And then I get a phone call from my buddy Bill. Bill mm-hmm. was like, "Hey man, like his big thing was he liked to drink and drive, dude. Like this, sounds- <laughs> he, I know it's He crazy. likes like, it. It's crazy. It's so silly. It, like I, I recognize it being as silly as it sounds. It's it
1: dangerous, is. but I, I gotta admit, it's like if I had like a go kart arena and I could just like drink and then get in it, like it is fucking
0: fun. I uh, do. You know what I mean? Like listen,
1: I, I, I don't want. I'm not saying that people should do it.
0: Have like, but like have like four beers and get on a motorcycle. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, I highly, highly do not recommend it, but you know, it feels cool. So, <laughs> you're like, boo, you're like, so, so, yeah, Bill's like, hey, man, we're going booze cruising. That was his thing. He wanted to go booze cruising. So like, we, I jump in his truck. At this point, it's like midnight, I don't know, maybe like 1 a.m., yeah. and he got into a fight with his girlfriend, and he'd been drinking already. So yeah. we get in, jump in his truck. We're driving around the back roads of Westchester. And he's drinking, fucking. You know, he's got liquor in the car. He's, he's pounding, and like I'm lit. My head's on the dashboard. Like yeah, I can't, like I can't even be awake. I'm not a human being anymore. I can't. And he's like, he sees me, and he's like, "Oh, I got to take you back to your dorm room." Yeah. So after like I don't know, maybe like forty-five minutes, an hour driving around, he takes me back to my dorm room. And I remember just like walking like down the halls, like literally, the only thing supporting me was like the walls <laughs> keeping me up. And you're holding onto them with yeah, your hands. Dude. And I remember getting in my room and just fucking crashing. And I have a theory that I literally crashing. I I, I have a theory that I literally died that night. Uh-huh. I literally di- I went to sleep. I died, and I woke up living in an alternative universe. <laughs>